This is Sydney's Fitzy and Whipper. 368 confirmed cases of COVID-19 at the moment. 171 of those are in New South Wales. Fair bit going on, a fair bit of panic in the community and one lady that can give us a few more answers is our Premier. It's great to have her on the show. Gladys Berejiklian, welcome. Gladys, welcome. Welcome, guys. How are you? Are you going Good, okay? We're okay. We're in isolation. Uh, everybody yes, on the I show know. is coming to you from their own private residency. Where yeah. are you right now? I'm, I'm still at home, but I will be leaving soon. So, um, okay. I'm, I'm still, but I'm being extra careful. So, I'm even thinking about how often I see my parents because I don't want right. anyone going near them. They're in their yep. 80s. Yes. Um, because, like you guys, I, I, you know, you might have it and not realise and unintentionally pass it on to others. So, I've been extra careful. I haven't been shaking hands for about three weeks. Yeah, sure. So, sure. Um, so yeah, and, and none of us can be too careful because, again, it's not your own health you worry about because 80% of people won't know they've got it or will get it very mildly yep. of all the people who get it. But it's the other vulnerable people you worry about and people who, who will need very serious health intervention to, to deal with the virus. Spot on. Gladys, there's been a lot of talk about the hospital system and obviously yep. uh, at the moment we, uh, we're we under control. We've got the facilities and everything. Is that the major concern at the moment, that if the outbreak you know continues to grow and the numbers rapidly uh, develop, then the system won't be able to carry it? No, definitely, which is why today um, in New South Wales we're announcing a major package which includes an extra $700 million for our hospital wow. system. Wow. And that's going to be invested immediately over the next, and will last for the next six months. So we give billions and billions to hospitals every year, but because yeah. I want to make sure we have enough money to purchase, we've already got the nation, we've got about 40% of the nation's ventilators already here in New South Wales. Right. But we will need more, and we also want to make sure we put more money in there so that we can bring forward things like elective surgery operations now rather than when the virus hits so that then we can dedicate large sections of hospitals to dealing with the virus itself. Gladys, can we talk about schools? A lot of people are sure. freaking out um, because yeah. it, it, it seems to be that, that we're taking steps here and there, okay? No, no gatherings over 500. Now it's getting to the point no gatherings over 50. People are saying, well, why don't we just shut down everything now? And, and schools is a major one. A lot of parents are taking their kids out already. Mm, but mm. what point are we with that? Yeah, if I can um, be quite direct, the, the challenge we have is you need to have if you are going to shut things down, it needs to happen when the virus um, spread is at its worst. Right. And so that's when why we have to rely on our health experts because you can't shut down everything for six months. It's not going to work, right? So what, what you need to do is make sure we take advice from the health experts and they can tell us, and look, the numbers for cases will get scarier the next little while, right? We will see a substantial increase in cases every day. Yep. But soon we'll be looking at the number of cases that are actually in our emergency departments, the number of people that need serious health care. So yep. this focus will shift because once you get to a critical mass, there'll be more people walking out there that have got the virus than we know. So, so until this point in time, we've had a relatively okay handle. In New South Wales, we've, we've tested over 20,000 people, which is a lot of people. Yep. So to this point, we've got a good handle on what's happening. But beyond this point, it will be more and more difficult to do that because when the cases, you know, when you've got a certain critical number of cases, then that can double overnight. Like it can just jump yeah. really quickly. And so that's the phase we need to manage. And that's when you need to make sure that you've got enough things, uh, awareness, resources, but also information to the community so we can make the right decisions at the right time. I appreciate there's a lot of fear and concern. I'm scared. I mean, everybody's yeah, scared. Yeah, we want to make sure 
we don't, you know, I'm petrified of passing it on to my parents or, or passing it on to people who are vulnerable. So um, well, all of us are in the same situation. And so long as all of us have thought about a plan, thought about how we're changing our own um, actions, where we're working from, how we're going to buy and sell things, you know, so long as all of us have a plan and take the advice, um, I'm confident we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. But it's, it's not going to be a nice couple of months. It's going to that be horrible. Is, that, that, yeah. that, that, um, the funding for the healthcare system. Yeah. When um, we look at that, I was surprised the turnaround is still three to five days to find out whether somebody uh, does have corona or not, and whether you're tested positive or negative. Um, will that be increased? Will the will there be a quicker yeah, turnaround well, we're time? To, exactly. Well, we're hoping this will actually make the turnaround time quicker. So, so technically, from what I what I hear, for some for some people, it's about forty eight hours on average, but it is taking longer for some. And I've also heard from a few people I know who tried to get tested yesterday that they're having to wait longer to get the test as well. And that's why this boost will help do all that. But also, um, in one way, it's pleasing to know that everybody is very self-aware. In some countries, they weren't. In some countries, people weren't aware of the symptoms, weren't aware they had to at least isolate or, or distance themselves from other people if they had the symptoms or were in a high risk or if they'd been in contact with someone who'd been from, over, come from overseas. So, um, you know, in one way... Um, you know, you never want to you never want to see people panicking or fearful. Um, but one one take from that is that at least everybody is realising this isn't a joke. This is serious, mm-hmm. and it can get really bad if we don't do the right thing by each other. And mm-hmm. I know sometimes it's easy to say, "Oh, I don't have symptoms. I'll be right." Um, well, you might be right, but you might un- unintentionally make someone else yeah, really really that's sick. A scary and, part, isn't it? Oh. and there will come a time at the moment of the focus. You know, we've had some deaths which is horrible and and they've been older yeah. people who've succumbed but there will come a point in time when all age groups are going to be impacted in that serious way and uh, of course again not taking away from the fact that 80 yeah. percent of people won't be who get it won't be affected but there'll come mm. a time when when there'll be serious illness impacting because of the virus all types of age groups and we need to be mindful of that we need to prepare for it we also mm. need to make sure that each of us have our own plans. And what you guys have done is fantastic. I mean, it would have been pretty, pretty hard. There's only so much TV you can watch and so many books you can read. So yep. I can appreciate. Yep. And you guys were in a better position than I am to explain what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what many people will be going through for a long time. Yeah. Can you have you made have you got in contact with your Woolies and your Coles and stuff like that? This panic buying is out of control, Gladys. And and we need to limit. Um, a certain amount to each person. We're seeing fights breaking out in aisles and it just feels like whenever it rocks up stock, people are rushing and and climbing over each other to get stock. Can you get involved with that at all to do anything about that? Yeah, what do you do? I have to to actually give it to Coles and Woolies. They've come forward and said for a certain range of products, you can only buy two of them. Um, We're opening hours a bit differently to have older and and people with a disability come in separately for an hour to make sure they can access product. But at the end of the day, unfortunately, some people aren't listening to the message and and, and that's difficult to hear. For toilet paper, for example, there's a big company in Western Sydney that produces toilet paper. There's a big company in South Australia that can't, you know, that produces. So that is not a product we need to worry about. But I guess it represents the fear people are feeling. Um, but let's be logical about that fear, right? Let's be logical yeah. about supporting those most vulnerable, um, making sure we're good neighbours. I mean, I'm, I'm healthy. I can go to the shops every day. Some people manage once a week, if that, and, and we have to be mindful of them. And if there is a period of time when, 
when a lot of us will be discouraged from doing anything, well then we really need to think about the most vulnerable and we've already started thinking about care packages and how we get those to, to those most vulnerable who won't sure, be able sure. to get out. Yeah. Gladys, sporting yeah. codes is an well, interesting one. Um, yeah, well, NRL, just I'm quickly... I'm sorry, I missed what you guys said, sorry. Sporting codes is an interesting oh, yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanted yeah. to run an idea past you. I mean, if you've got a stadium that takes 50,000, we could have a state raffle where it's just one person for it's every thousand. Gonna be, <laughs> <normally> <laughs> no, no, no. So, no. I imagine thought if, about that. Yeah, just no, 50 people not, in the stadium, all well, separated... But, but at the moment, you know, we're, we're, we can right, have roughly. gatherings under 500, so you could have 499, yeah. like everyone's sitting 100 seats apart or something, yeah. you know, you could even do that. So, so you'd be famous for seeing the Bulldogs take on the Rabbitohs or something like that. <laughs> well, Gladys, we, we appreciate you coming on the show. We know how busy you are. Keep us Not updated. Not at all. And thank you. And can I say to you guys, thank you for doing the right thing and sending such a good message to all your listeners. Because it can't be easy what you're going through and you just worry and you're at home and you can't get out of the house. And so thank you to both of you, honestly, and to your team because I know everyone's working from home. So um, I really appreciate it. Take care. No worries. Thanks, Thanks, Gladys. Thanks for joining us. This is Sydney's Fitzy River Nova.